Hey, everyone. I wanted to share with you an interview from ESPN Daily that featured 538's Josh Hermsmeyer. Josh, our NFL analyst, wrote recently about the resurgence of the fullback. He spoke with the host of ESPN Daily, Mina Kimes, on Tuesday about what he's seen play out on the field. If you like what you hear, subscribe to ESPN Daily anywhere you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Garoppolo going to play action. Use checks open right flats. Got it. Touchdown! San Francisco! Feel great, baby! That was the sound of 49ers fullback Kyle Juszczyk grabbing some glory on Sunday. For decades, players like him were rarely in the spotlight. And as they toiled in obscurity, their numbers dwindled. But now, that's beginning to change. Today, the story of how the lowly fullback went from the NFL's forgotten position to becoming a secret weapon in the league's best offenses. I'm Mina Kimes. It's Tuesday, December 17th. This is ESPN Daily, presented by Dell Small Business. Josh, how are you? I'm doing well, Mina. Thanks for having me on. Josh Hermsmeyer writes about football for 538. So I'm a football analyst at 538, and I kind of started out about five years ago just as a hobby. I created airyards.com and was really just looking at football to try and win my fantasy leagues, to be perfectly honest. I found my way into some unique stats that other people weren't looking at. And lo and behold, three or four years later, I was offered a job at 538 doing some more rigorous analysis. I am looking at a chart that ranks NFL offenses by how many snaps they give to fullbacks this season. The top four are the Minnesota Vikings, the San Francisco 49ers, the Baltimore Ravens, and the New Orleans Saints. Josh, those are very good offenses. Those are fantastic offenses. This is kind of indicating that teams are, are, are maybe wanting this fullback to come back and and they want him to, to actually get out there and own the point of attack on the rushing plays. I think it's extremely interesting what's going on in the NFL and how they're utilizing the fullback much, much more than they have in the past. Before we get to what's happening now, let's talk about the position, because I feel like it occupies a very specific place in the football fans' imagination. Why was it created in the first place? We're going to play NFL Films music over your description. The fullback predated the, the halfback. I mean, you had guys like Bronco Nagurski and Larry Zonka. And off goes to Zonka. Through the left side, he's got a touchdown Dolphin. Even Jim Brown, they were fullbacks. They were the first running backs on the field. These single wing concepts that they ran back in the day where almost everything was a run play and a forward pass was kind of absent from the game of football. Those are the guys that you just leaned on and you would, uh, you know, hand them off the ball 30, 40 times a game and maybe score uh, 14 points if you're lucky. When you think of the prototypical fullback, what comes to mind? You know, we don't see neck rolls that much anymore in in the (laughs) NFL. And uh, that's kind of how I think of a fullback with maybe the big neck roll, the the tape on the nose, some eye black underneath, some blood, a flattened, broken nose. You know, the huge shoulder pads kind of squat, maybe five foot 11, 230, 240. This just imposing, short, stout fire hydrant of a man who's going to come at you, get low, and hit you really, really hard. 
so thick with multiple C's is what you're saying. Two C's, three C's. <laughs> Why do you think fans historically have loved fullbacks so much? Basically the same reason that, that I enjoyed it as a young man. It's just the physicality of the position, the raw kind of gladiatorial nature of it. You just go out there, you hit the guy in front of you. You sometimes get a couple of handoffs where you go for three or four yards and I also think you know, when I was growing up, there were a couple really cool fullbacks, guys like uh, William Floyd, bar none. He came into the league right as the 49ers were peaking. And then you had Mike Allstott. Hand off Allstott. Over the tackle. Touchdown Tampa Bay, and he's still going. Buccaneers take it 80 yards. His All runs were memorable. When he actually broke off a long run, it was something that you, that you didn't forget. It made Sports Center. And again, Mike Allstott. He has been that way. That is an exclamation point if there ever was one. On top of the fullbacks who were handling the ball in the 90s and early 2000s, you had guys who were primarily blockers like Moose Johnson and Lorenzo Neal. After that era, what happened? So I was playing around on uh, the ESPN True Media site and I was looking at two running back sets and how common they were. And back in 2006, there were 13,000-plus snaps with two running backs on the field. And by the time 2018 rolled around, we were all the way down. It had plummeted to 3,700. The fullback went away. It vanished from the game of football. What drove that was mainly a league realizing that they needed to go towards a more passing-centric offense. That's the more efficient way to move the ball. When you have to take one player off the field and you're moving away from running, the fullback is the natural position to get cut. And I think that's just what we saw from 2006 all the way to the present day. Except this year, you said, there seems to be more fullback involvement. When did you first start to notice a resurgence? This year, I have to say, I remember watching a game on ESPN, I think uh, Booger McFarland was waxing poetic about Kyle Juszczyk. Not many teams in this league still use a fullback, but because of the versatility of Kyle Juszczyk and how they use him, man, he is a weapon. And there was a lot to his argument. I looked into the uh, data, and, and it turned out that the 49ers were wildly successful with Kyle Juszczyk on the field. Juszczyk the up back, off the play fake, lobs it to the end zone, wide open, touchdown Kyle Juszczyk. What is it about how fullbacks are used now that's different from years past? I think the most interesting thing about how fullbacks are being used now is that when we look at what type of success a team has when a fullback is on the field, it's not actually running the ball. It's the threat of the run convinces the defense to play the run and then when teams decide to throw over the top and pass and use play action, they're really, really effective at that. And I think you see that specifically with the 49ers this year. Kyle Shanahan's an absolute genius at scheming, and he loves play action. And he will spend two or three plays over the course of a game against a defense setting up one or two play action shot plays. Play action to Kittle. Garoppolo looking for a deep ball. Going to throw one down the middle for Emmanuel Sanders. He's got it! Touchdown San Francisco! And when they hit, they're really, really tough to beat. And I think having a fullback on the field is a big part of that. So is passing when you have two running backs on the field more efficient than running the ball? It is. It's almost twice as effective. 
In fact, if you judge things by expected points added, I know one of your favorite metrics, <laughs> it's actually negative on running plays with two running backs across the league, but very, very positive on passing. So definitely the way forward, if you're looking at the game from an efficiency standpoint, is to trot out two running backs as much as you have to to get the other team, the defense, to bite on your play action because that's really where you're going to get your yards. Coming up, why fullbacks are flourishing in today's NFL. Josh, as offenses today start to use fullbacks more, are they looking to the past for lessons or sort of schematic ideas? I think so. I mean, and it's interesting that, you know, the San Francisco 49ers are perhaps best known for using the fullback this year because you can trace kind of the lineage of using the fullback in the way we see it in the modern game back to Bill Walsh. And Walsh is, of course, the legendary 49ers coach, won a couple Super Bowls with the team in the 80s, came up with the West Coast passing attack. And he actually extolled the virtues of the fullback in the passing game 40 years ago. I mean, he, he said that it, it was a critical part of the 49ers passing attack because of the matchup difficulties. And, you know, and he had the personnel Bill Walsh did to run his fullback on passing routes. Tom Rathman was an incredible athlete. Right, Montana to Rathman. And it's another 49er first down. 73 catches in the regular season for the fullback from Nebraska. And I think was the prototype for maybe what we see now in San Francisco with the, the likes of Kyle Juszczyk and the way that Kyle Shanahan uses him. How did the 49ers use the fullback today? So uh, Kyle Juszczyk is, is a tremendous talent. He's uh, super fast, super athletic, but he got injured this year. And what was really cool was Shanahan didn't miss a beat. He doesn't have really another fullback on the roster that can do all the things that Juszczyk does, but he does have George Kittle who's an incredible blocker in his own right at tight end, but also is super fast and can do those things in the passing game as well. Wide open downfield is George Kittle. Kittle with a straight arm, still on his feet, and Kittle winds up right around the five-yard line. They'll mark it at the six. So folks like Kyle Shanahan are using just the position of the fullback in creative ways and kind of mix and matching their personnel in ways that perhaps we want to think about in terms of the prototypical tough nose, blood and guts, broken nose fullback. It's more of an athletic position in today's NFL. What about the Ravens? I recall at one point seeing them using their fullback Ricard as a lead blocker for Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, which is not something you see every day. Third and goal at the one. It's a play fake. Jackson finds the crease and gets in. Another touchdown for Lamar Jackson. This one from a yard out. No, wildly, wildly different. And, and you know, and maybe that's, maybe that's the secret. Maybe just doing something completely different than what the rest of the league is doing is really what makes success because you, you really don't see a lot of other teams doing that, nor do I think you can actually find other teams that will be able to do that because Lamar Jackson is just so special. C.J. Ham's the fullback. Here's the snap. It's a give to C.J. Ham, the fullback lunging forward, and he's in for a touchdown. So the Vikings, I think, have the fullback with the best name, C.J. Ham, which I, it's just really hard to top that. They go on the play action again this time for Ham, and he's in for the touchdown. It's something about a fullback named C.J. Ham catching a touchdown on your defense that's like extra insult to injury. How does his presence help their running game as well as their passing game? 
What they do with CJ is they'll use him the way we've talked about, which is as a lead blocker on a lot of plays. Sometimes they'll have him go the opposite direction and kind of be a decoy. And then other times what they'll do is they'll split him out wide. And if the defense is playing man, a linebacker will actually travel with him to the outside. It'll lighten the box. And then they'll run Cook or Madison right up the middle into those six-man boxes. Give to Cook, finds a Uh-oh. hole in a second Uh-oh. hole, 30 to the 40-yard line, beats the safety at the 50. It's a foot race to the 40, to the 30, 20, 10-yard line, right sideline, touchdown. And it's been hugely successful for them. They don't throw too often to C.J. Ham. I don't think he's that type of fullback. But he, he does command attention, especially against man defense. So, Josh, it sounds like what you're saying is the reason fullbacks are back is that they're not really used like fullbacks anymore. Do you think there's nostalgia for the good old days of Bronco Nagurski? Yeah, I think there's some of that going on. I know Ray Lewis did an interview where he was asked about the evolution of the game and how it used to be and he basically said that, you know, the game is about men battling men and you line up against the other guy and try and impose your will. And and I think that there's a lot to that. I think that that's, you know, compelling entertainment. It's fun to watch. But I also think that, you know, the game has gotten to a point where the athletes are so good. The coordinators on both sides are so smart that you need to do more than just try and dominate them physically. You need to actually trick them. You need to, to actually fool them. In the league now, if you don't have a stable of plays that are based on deception, you're probably not winning. Those plays that we used to call trick plays are are now the reason why you succeed. When are we going to see a fullback on the cover of Madden? (laughs) I think Juice Check was our best shot. And if not him, then maybe if Kyle Shanahan keeps lining up George Kittle in the backfield, you know, maybe he'll make the cover. Thanks, Josh. Keep your pad level down. Thanks, Mina. I'll try and go out there and uh, and hit some fools for you.